Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. I'm your host, Robin Walker, business coach, speaker, and accountability group leader. Here, female entrepreneurs and business owners can find help getting more focused and strategic in their business so they can bring in more profit and get more time with their family. This is the last episode in a three-part series on visibility. If you haven't listened to the first two, episodes 35 and 36, I will link them in the show notes. You guys, I am so excited about today's episode. One of the main ways that I help women in their business is through my Impact Business Circle. It's my group program for female business owners, and we work through a goal-setting program And then we have smaller masterminds and we mastermind our way through each quarter in order to reach these quarterly goals that we set. The women I'm featuring today are a part of that program and they are superstars in their own right and it's an honor to get to work with them every week. Each of them has their own story of how they acquired an exciting media opportunity, which is what we've been talking about with visibility, and they're going to share those with you today. So just a note on visibility in general. The idea is to plan ahead and take intentional action so that you can be featured in front of new audiences, positioned as the expert. You and I both know that the legitimacy and authority we get as a professional when we're featured on a podcast, uh, maybe included in a respected industry publication, or we get to speak on stage in front of an audience, that legitimacy and authority that we get, you just can't get through a Facebook or Instagram post. The key, though, is being prepared and planting the seeds now so that opportunities are possible in the future. It definitely takes intentional action, and all the people I'm featuring today were prepared. They had already laid their foundation. Some were contacted out of the blue, and others actually applied for the opportunity to be featured. But what they had in common is that, A, they believed that they were worthy of this position, and B, they had their content and expertise focused. Like I said in episode 36, I want you to shoot for prepared over perfect. I hope you guys find inspiration in these stories, but I also want you to learn how you too can grab this type of exposure for you and your business. I asked our guests to be as specific as possible in their stories so you can hear the nitty gritty of how exactly they got this opportunity. Stay tuned to hear about magazine features, industry publications, Harrow Connections, and a handful of others. I'm going to include all of the contact details for all of our guests in the show notes, so if you hear something that inspires you, you can reach out and connect with them. My first guest you may recognize from past episodes and speaking at my yearly business event, the Lakeside Conference. She is present all over the internet and literally all over the U.S. right now and has had many opportunities to be seen by new audiences. She is going to share one of her biggest features here with us today. Take a listen. Hi, Meg. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Robin. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you on the show again, Meg. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you and your business? Sure. So the Cliff Notes version. Um, I started off as a mommy blogger. I ended up employed at Facebook. 
then I left the nine to five, the corporate job at Facebook, um, to launch my own marketing agency, giving myself freedom and flexibility to be a more present parent to my kiddos. And in July of 2019, we left our sticks and bricks home in Arizona to live in an RV full time and travel the United States, which COVID has, you know, had an interesting impact. Um, but we'll ignore that for now and just focus on the good stuff. Excellent. Well, this series is all about visibility. And I know you have had many different press or media opportunities uh, in all your years of business. Is there one in particular you could share with us today? Yeah, I feel like the most recent and most exciting opportunity has been that I've been featured in editions of Parents Magazine, three editions of Parents Magazine in the past six months. Like that's crazy. That's the average of every other month. Fantastic. Can you share a little about how that opportunity came to be? Honestly, the the first time I was featured, I asked the editor, she had reached out to me on Instagram, and then she reached out to me through email because I'm not great at responding to my Instagram DMs. And she, she did tell me that she found me through a hashtag search. So she was writing a, uh, an article and was doing a hashtag search based on like places to bring your kids before they start kindergarten. And she found a post I had made about a museum that I visited while we were traveling the United States. So it was all from a hashtag search. She loved the picture I wrote. She liked the captions. And I want to say, too, that I feel like when people talk about Instagram, they often assume that you have to have like a big following. As of right now, and like I said, this was a long time ago that she found the post. Right now, I have about 300 followers. So I am not a big account. I'm, I would consider it a very niche account. I'm typically following and being followed by other full-time RVers or some friends and family, but it's not a big account at all. And the numbers didn't matter for that editor to initially reach out to me and ask me to contribute. The the photo was actually used in almost a full page spread with attribution to me as a photographer, which I'm not. I mean, it was a cell phone picture. Um, (laughs) And I got quoted multiple times in that article. And then just a few weeks after that, Another editor reached out who was working on an RV article, and she had gotten my name from the original editor. I think a big piece of it is being attentive, responding quickly when the media source asks you for things, just doing what they need you to do quickly and being nice about it. They've come back to me a couple times for things like that. They also, the third instance, they asked me to be a judge um, on a panel that determined kid-friendly, family-friendly vacation destinations. And so I got to participate. And I wasn't sure until the the magazine came out, but there were only 20 judges and a large number of them were connected to Parents Magazine. There were only like four or five, what I would call influencer judges, of which I was one of them. And so it's like that little piece in Parent Magazine, well, it doesn't relate to my marketing business directly, It indirectly does because most of my marketing clients are parent entrepreneurs, but it's been such a cool experience. And I've had friends from all over the United States that have sent me screenshots and they're like, I was reading my parents' magazine 
And look what I saw. Like, here's a quote from you guys. Here's a picture of your kid. And it's been a really, really cool experience. That's a great point about the importance of responding right away and being really easy to work with, because I do think you have more chance of being referred to another reporter or another publication when you're really easy to work with. I mean, the people who are featuring you are human too, and they have their own networks and they're going to go ask for referrals from their friends and their coworkers. So responding right away and being professional, I think can go a long way. I mean, I think my experience, like I've been blogging for so many years that I feel like I do have a general idea of what like media releases look like and um, reaching out and working with PR people to do things like reviews, like I've coordinated a lot of that. I think another tip that I did think of is really badly, I wanted to be like, hey, I could write a whole article, I could do all this, I could try to pitch other things, but I resisted doing that. And I just left it like, I'm always happy to help if there's anything I can do, you know, so just putting the ball in their court, but letting them know that you are excited to work with them, proud to work with them, you know, I let them know that I shared all the things. You know, mm-hmm. I shared it online. I, I shared photos of my kids holding the magazine with their pictures in it. I shared that on Instagram um, and tagged the magazine, of course. So just that reciprocal relationship. Sure. Uh, professional. That you see, yeah. you see them as a professional peer and not fanning like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm Even desperate. I'll do anything. <laughs> I'll do anything you ask. Right? But more as I'm also a professional and I see this as a professional relationship. Yeah. Because I've been quoted in other little things and I don't want to minimize that. I don't want to, because that was equally as exciting back then, but there was something really exciting something that made me really proud about being called back on by the same media agency more than once. Yes, that reassurance that we're happy and excited to have you back. Right. And that really speaks to the power of hashtags because that's where she found you. And it's important to note that when she found you through the hashtag and then presumably checked out your feed, wanted to see what you were about, Everything you had put out was consistent and on similar topics. So it wasn't one thing one week, one thing another week. It was consistency of message. And she ended up, for the article, the first one, they ended up taking the one picture, but then they took one of my like quotes from a different photo of the same place. So yeah. it was just... Good that you had more than one. More than yeah. one thing there. But you're right. It's all totally related. And all three articles were very much related because one was on places to take your kids. One was on RVing with kids. And the other one was on travel destinations. So even though I don't consider myself like a travel influencer, maybe I have to start. But maybe that's what it looks like from the outside to everyone else because you're keeping that platform consistent in all about your adventures. Right. When people want a quote, they want an expert. They want someone with experience in what they're being quoted about, obviously. So if they quote you on RV Lifestyle and then someone follows the link in the article and your whole platform now this week is all about organic gardening, then that's going to reflect poorly on the publication because it won't seem like they actually did their due diligence. So I think that consistency is really important. They're 
Yes. I hope this inspires you guys as listeners to remember that someone's always watching. So keep consistent and shoot for the big dreams. Shoot for the big opportunities. I am always impressed with everything you do, Meg, and and it is always a delight to have you on the podcast. So I appreciate you being here. Thank you. After hearing that, I bet you are all going to be paying a little more attention to your hashtags. Am I right? Next, we have an impact member that I'm excited to introduce to you. Jerry Condon is a clinical therapist in the northwest suburbs of Illinois, and she's sharing about her expertise having an article published. I'm sure you guys are going to love her positive energy just as much as I do. Hi, Robin. This is Jerry Condon with Capture Path Counseling. I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor. And I wanted to share with you that recently, um, well, a couple of months back, I got an email from one of the professional organizations that I am currently uh, a member of, and they were looking for articles for their quarterly newsletter about um, how to deal with the COVID pandemic. And since I have been using some of my own techniques on working with my clients about grief and how grief really has impacted everyone during this pandemic, I wrote an article, Grief, How to Embrace the Journey. And I followed all their protocol and I submitted it and bam, I got published. I got published in a professional magazine. It was such a thrilling experience. So I wanted to share with others to really try to step out of your box, but don't forget some of those professional organizations that you're members of that are looking for articles, and it really gives a, a huge sense of credibility. So I hope that will help other people and inspire them to also seek out um, and get published and recognized for doing what you do all the time. Thanks. Hearing Jerry, it brings up the point that sometimes in order for you to get featured, this is like big breakthrough, guys, you have to submit your stuff. (laughs) I mean, we all know this logically, but when is the last time you submitted something? And better yet, when is the last time you submitted something that was really a big reach or a big dream? If not, it's okay. We're getting there. All right, on to number three. I am so glad that Jan Fujimoto, our next guest, was able to comment on using Harrow. Harrow, Harrow, however you want to pronounce it, it is helping a reporter out is what it stands for. It's been a great success path to visibility for many business owners, and she is going to share her experience. Take a listen. Hi, it's Jan Fujimoto. I wanted to share about Help a Reporter Out, or Harrow. It's a free resource that connects journalists to expert sources. As a result of HARO, I've been featured in Reader's Digest and HuffPost, and I've fostered some really wonderful relationships with the reporter even after the story is complete. As an expert source, you sign up and check off the categories that you're best suited to address. You'll receive emails up to three times a day for those particular categories, And then it's up to you to respond to the requests in a timely manner because there's typically a day deadline and a time deadline. Make sure that you answer the questions and then make sure you list your name, 
your location and your business name and a link to your website. When you do all of this, make sure that you write it in a way that makes sense and represents you and your business, because sometimes they will lift exactly what you have posted or sent as is. So make sure it's all nice and proper. It's been a great resource for increased visibility for my business. I can echo Jan's advice to submit your answers in a ready-to-publish format. The easier you make it for the reporter, the better. And I have heard that the easier it is, the more that reporter is going to come back to you for quotes in the future because it was such a professional and easy interaction. I go back and forth with using Haro because I personally get overwhelmed with the volume of content required to consume. I received great advice from our next guest to use direct quotes or text from your blog posts or your podcast script, um, any previously created content so that you're not writing from scratch every time you send a response in. So that kind of took off some of the weight of, of sorting through everything and writing a brand new response. For any of you in the impact group, this would be a great quarterly goal to do a visibility blitz for one quarter and focus on HARO or other opportunities just for that one segmented amount of time and really focus on just doing that. That could be really powerful. Another suggestion too that I had heard is to have all the emails go into a designated folder. I personally have a specific email that I use just for HARO so that it doesn't clog up my inbox. Next is a frequent guest of the podcast and the Lakeside Conference, Carrie Sharp. She is my speaking coach, and she also hosts the Speaking Society, a membership group for business owners looking to grow their business through speaking. I am in there, so if you join, I'll see you in there. Speaking has been one of my most loved and effective ways to meet new people and get introduced to new groups. Some of you I met originally when I did a speaking engagement. I can say that I am very grateful to Carrie for getting me out of my comfort zone and onto the stage. Here she is. Because of one speaking engagement, I received a ton of media exposure. I had been watching this local women's meetup that hosted monthly women's luncheons and sent an email once to offer up my services to be a speaker. And I didn't really know if they would be interested in that or not, but I made the connection and built the relationship and and got to talking, but they had scheduled their speakers quite a long ways in advance. Well, it just so happens one of their speakers had to back out, and so I got a call to fill in for that person. And with that event, I got a ton of networking and Uh, contacts from the actual event, but part of the compensation package included a television commercial, radio spots, and print advertising. So I came out of that so far ahead in my local geographic area, and I have had several clients because of that one single event. What a great networking event and speaking opportunity she got. Isn't that great? 
We all know that those networking events can really help us broaden our circles. Uh, I will say that is when we sit by new people and not just our friends, which I am totally guilty of. I have to make a concerted effort to not sit by my friends when I go to networking events so that I can meet new people. But when we do use networking events for the purpose of building new relationships, sometimes a bonus result is a new visibility opportunity. Lori Parrish will be sharing about one of her networking relationships. Hi, I'm Lori Parrish with Parrish Coaching and Consulting. And like you, I'm a member of a variety of networking groups where I've met a lot of people through the years as I work to grow my business and help others grow their business. I had an opportunity to meet two amazing women, one named Anita and the other is Dolly, and we became strategic partners as well as fast friends because we shared a common passion for helping professional women grow and be the best that they could be in all facets of their lives. And so as my business relationship with Anita and Dolly grew, we had an opportunity to support one another in all of the endeavors and uh, various events. One in particular that I was invited to participate was uh, with Dolly and Anita and their 24-7 Power Hour talk show on Facebook. As they got started with this talk show, they invited me to be a guest, and uh, I had a fabulous opportunity and a lot of fun talking with them uh, about a wide variety of things, but one topic in particular was one that I am passionate about, and that is navigating difficult conversations. So they had invited me um, to join them on their Facebook live show. They invited me through their their Facebook pages, their business pages, and uh, and we had a great time. About a year later, they uh, invited me back again. Uh, they have a virtual assistant now, and that uh, virtual assistant reached out to me and invited me to participate again in their talk show. And it was a great honor to do so. Uh, Our relationships continue to grow and uh, we continue to support each other in the business. One of the key takeaways from Lori's story is that she had the same audience or a similar audience as her new business friends. I think there's a temptation to reach out to our friends to be featured on their channels But please only do that if you share a similar market and can be a blessing to both their audience, but it would also be a blessing to your business. If you do have business friends and you want to reach out, please plan ahead and know what specifically you can offer their audience. I did make the mistake a few years back when I was just getting started in the podcast arena of just going up to someone and blurting out that I'd love to be on their podcast, and it was not very professional. Not a very strategic way to have that conversation because I didn't have anything ready to offer that would be a great fit for her audience. So I'm a lot better about that now and plan ahead for sure. So definitely do your homework first. Now we're at the part of the episode where I give you an action step for your own business visibility. And that is to make a plan. I know, big surprise, it's like your action step all the time. But specifically, I want you to take some time to write out what you want to shoot for, who you could contact, 
and then write these out as very small action steps. So if you want to be on the Business Stars podcast, I'll make that up. I don't know that there is one, but there might be. Let's say you want to be on the Business Stars podcast. There's a a lot of different action steps that are going to go from getting you where you are now onto that podcast. And that might be going back and listening to back episodes. It might be researching the podcast host or following them on their social media and starting to comment and build a relationship with the host or coming up with how one of your topics that we talked about in the last episode, your three or four main topics that you're going to be offering for these different types of visibility If you take one of those, how can you fine tune it as a really great fit for that specific podcast? So do that background work and start brainstorming, do a brain dump, write out some action steps so that you actually have a plan on how to get on that podcast. Sometimes serendipitously things happen and that is fabulous, but how much better would that be if you already had planned ahead and were ready when the opportunity arose? If you don't even know where to begin with this or you know yourself and you know you're not going to follow through and you need a little accountability or some strategy, uh, you and I could totally knock this out in a one-on-one strategy session or you could set it as a quarterly goal in the impact group and we can all help you get organized and give you that accountability. Either way, get some support if you need it. I will leave a link in the show notes for both of those options if either of those feel like it would be a blessing to you. Make a plan now so this fall I'm going to see you all over my newsfeed. Have a great rest of your day, my friend, and now go get back to work. Are you looking for some more accountability in your business? How about a more strategic action plan to achieve your goals? You may be wondering if the goal you chose is the best one right now, or even how to strategically choose a professional goal. Join us in the Impact Membership Group this quarter, and we can help you walk through what is the most strategic goal for your business and help you get a strategic action plan and set of steps that you can take to help you reach your goal. We're also going to give you the accountability of a small group mastermind and monthly trainings to help you stay on task, stay focused, and stay productive. To find out how you can become a member of this group of driven, ambitious, yet down-to-earth professional businesswomen, go to womensbusinessworkshop.com forward slash impact. We can't wait to see you in the group.